Hello, and welcome to the Fantasy National Golf Club. This is Nice Shot Pods, featuring, well, not Tractor, but the Rhino, the Moose, and Paul. I'm going to level with you. We don't really talk much about the Mayakoba this weekend. We all live in Minnesota, we're back on lockdown, and I wanted to talk some golf with my buddies. So that's what we do. We recap a little Masters, we talk a little bit about the Match 3, and we, we do talk a little Mayakoba, but that's about it. Enjoy! Hey guys, welcome to this week's edition of Nice Shot Pods. After a couple week hiatus, we are back this week, but Tractor need another week off. The Jason Day of the podcast... Where is he's, he? He's gone this week, so I think he's on solo dad duty, if I'm not not mistaken. So we'll give him a hall pass this week. I no. don't think Jason's used that one yet. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so pretty informal week. We're just gonna maybe recap the Masters a little bit here. You, you, then, you, so uh, you're saying you're saying Jason Day is not pulled out yet because he's had kid duty. He's like, oh guys, can't <laughs> play this weekend. It's my turn to watch the kids. I think he has like a fourth kid on the way, so pulling out is a problem with him. <laughs> Although I did, get, I did have access to our uh, the the rounds report this year, and Tractor Ooh. had more than any of our kind of group. I think he had like 80s, 60, high sixties, low eighties. Like I'm getting it crossed up, but like in terms of rounds played, yeah, eighteen whole rounds played. Yeah, he pretty cool. Posted, to look at, he probably actually. posted for, high sixties, but played like high eighties. I'm not calling him a sandbagger. Yeah. I'm just. I think I'm. I think I'm in the sixties at least. I can look it up. I've got it. It wasn't as good as I wanted it to be. That's for sure. You'd think with COVID, so I've got the was... whole roster, like the whole club. Tell me anybody oh, really? you want. Yeah, it's who played the oh, most. Yeah, who we'll played the most? Did anybody hit like cares. this? Is 200? our intro to the pod? But no, no. So you know what? This is such a bullshit episode <laughs> pod week. Like honestly, uh, we're just going to recap. I have not. DJ's did, we didn't triumphant. even think we were going to do a pod until like forty minutes ago. No. So, so the, the leader. So keep in mind for our listeners, this is Minnesota. So you know. How many seven I mean, months? How many window? days is the course open? Like so. If well, not to mention probably so like open end of April, so right? Maybe two hundred possible golf days. So yeah, so uh, give or take because you got some money. What was it like April fifteenth? It was actually a little earlier this year, but I think it was like April fourth or fifth. Maybe the course open this year through say November. But you also had two or three weeks in October where the course was closed because of snow. November six, yeah, so. There's 205 days between April yeah, so 15th and November 6th. Give, yeah. or take, give or take 200, and then you've also got some uh, some Mondays and maybe other event tournament days where verification days where yeah. the course is closed. Yeah. So, but um, you can't. So you can't guess. So try to take a guess of the most. What ru- what number was the most? I'm gonna guess uh, one thirty four. Well, so but some of these people could be snowbirds too, where they're like down somewhere else, correct? So they could actually be having I a suppose few it's, But no, this is no, this is just for just at Hazeltine. Oh, it's just at Hazeltine. Yeah. And is it just their rounds, or is this guest rounds too that it counts? It says member rounds for twenty twenty. Wow. So okay. It's, it's synced through our fourteen system, so it has to be. I'm gonna go one. What, what did you say, Jordan? I one, said one thirty four, but knowing that, I'm gonna dial it back a little bit. I'll say one twelve. Okay, I was gonna go. I was gonna go up to one fifty. Actually, Moose is actually pretty darn close. One fifty six. Jesus! Holy smokes! And who was it? Mister McCoskey. <laughs> Mark McCoskey. Yep. Wow. The next one after that was one forty four. The Iron Man. I think Tractor was high sixties because my screenshot that I took goes to like eighty three. So. So where's that put him then? Top. Wait, wait. 20%? And what's what's Mark's handicap out of curiosity? Does it have idea. that? No. Idea. Well, I'll look that up. We gotta. What what does 140 or 56 rounds get you to here? So go ahead while I look this up here. Good on them. But, uh, but yeah, so once we get off of this, we'll recap the Masters briefly, then maybe talk a little Mayakoba. We won't. Uh, we might do some 43k this week, I think. But without Tractor, we'll kind of wait until we're our uh, games are kind of over. We're full throttle before we start up the NASA and one and done for the next year. So how do you spell Mikowski? MCK MCK MCC. Sorry, M C K O S K E Y. He's got to be like a twenty. God, I love. And I did look down. So, but um, so, so it's broken down eighteen hole rounds and nine hole rounds. So that's just eighteen hole rounds. He only had like two nine holers. But Captain Tom had sixty nine nine hole rounds. Oh my uh, goodness! Well, good for him. Know. How old is he? Guessing. Uh, he's got to be seventy five. Yeah. Um, Mikowski's a ten. Ten index. So okay. of course. 
See, maybe he was a 20 going in, and now he's, I mean, knocks in that rust off. If you had the fucking time, why wouldn't you do it, right? Right, no kidding. And this year especially, like, what else was there to do? I mean, there was some stuff to do, but not as much as... No, I mean, not I anymore. That, you know, I quit Thanks my day job lot, last year, and the, the COVID hits. I was thinking I was going to get all kinds of time, but nope. The kids being home puts a huge damper and all that. Are they still home? They just came home because we're getting ready to. So it's good. We actually brought them back home because they were in a pod at their daycare, and we're bringing them home because we figured if they're going to do distance learning, let's rent a house down in Florida. So we're going down to Fort Myers in January, January, nice. February, and March. Three months. It's going to be awesome. Sweet. Your, your folks are down there, right? Yeah. We're staying like uh, two doors down from them. I rented the place right by them. So that's going to be nice. Hopefully we can uh, sufficiently quarantine once we get down there and then be able to bring them into our circle, as they say. Do you have to sufficiently quarantine in Florida or can you just... I think it's whatever, you know, whatever I can do that make my folks comfortable. Bottom line, I mean, they can't, I mean, how would they know if you don't? Right. I mean, so we just went down Arizona for Thanksgiving and same same deal. It's like, it's like the week before, because we booked this a month and a half ago and it's like things were starting to feel a little. Round the corner when when we were rounding the corner. (laughs) And uh, then all of a sudden, you know, it's like the week before Thanksgiving, it's like, oh God, nobody should be traveling and which I don't disagree with, but it ultimately became, it's like, we don't really do anything here. My parents don't do anything there. So it's just basically like, mom, dad, are you guys comfortable with us? Yeah. Coming down there. And we kind of did our research that like flight planes themselves aren't bad. Mm-hmm. Like even in the airport, like we're just like, okay, we're not even gonna go to the gate. We're just gonna like we just hung out like the hallway where nobody's <laughs> nobody's at. And was it a full yeah. flight? No, and that was it too. We flew Delta intentionally because they're still sure. doing middle. So with right. kids, it's actually great right now. Oh. We had me and one kid in one row with an empty seat, and wife and the other kid. Shit spread out everywhere. The kids were well behaved. Yeah, yeah. The- Henry's now to the point where he can. Put an iPad he's an in front asset, of him. And he's, not a liability. He fell asleep on his own both flights. And Claire was a little more, you know, she's one and a half. So, yeah. Um, see, now I'd be worse. So it's really cute and funny at home. But now, like, that I'm thinking that the kids are going to have to get on a plane in like a month and a half to go down to Florida. I'm a little bit nervous. But in our house, we've replaced the word excuse me with Corona. So, like, whenever somebody coughs, like, <laughs> oh, Corona. You know, instead of excuse me. But now that I think about it, once we get into public, yeah. if, like, they sneeze, they just go, oh, Corona. You got to squash that. That's going to be an issue. But it, but it is a good time. Just next next time you sneeze, just say Corona instead of excuse me. It <laughs> makes you feel a little better. Or the people around you a little bit uneasy. And I don't know. I'm a sadistic motherfucker. So I like it. Yeah, so it was good. I mean, it's like we got down there. It's like my dad and I played golf three times. My wife and mom and the kids met us out there for dinner one night. You know, big patio, whatever, and that's literally the only place we went the whole time we're down there. That's sure. like walk to the park down the street and hung out by the pool. That was what more did do you, you need? No, exactly. It's like I mean, yeah. we could have gone to the zoo or something. It's like we're just like forget that. But right. Um, I mean, so you was, know, it just, was it just you guys down there? Or yeah, your uh, sister. Yeah, and- yeah, they. Yeah, it's just the my immediate family, my parents. So it's. Oh, okay. Pretty nice. small. So it wasn't like we're getting together with 30 people. So then it doesn't sound like you, you had any 20 club action going down there then? I don't even know if I made one anyway. I don't think I did. How'd you play? Terrible. Yeah. We did, so we got we got involved with, there's this Tuesday game that a couple of these guys run. It's kind of like everybody show up between noon and one and they throw you in groups, basically. Kind of what we used to do. Yeah. <clears throat> so we get out there and... It was me and my dad, and there's another guy who had only started playing in this group a few weeks ago, and he had, like, his brother in town. So the guy's like, well, if it's you and your dad, you know, we get two guys. Like, why don't you get you four just go? So we'd never met these guys, which is, my dad had never met them, which is fine, but we had a great time. It was two really good dudes. And so we, the game that day was, like, two of four net, I think. And then the last nine and 18 were three balls out of four. Mm-hmm. So we were 14 under on the front. Wow. <laughs> And then we kind of fell apart. Not fell, yeah. We went, were like four on the back. So we won the front and the total. But this one guy kind of comes in. They're like the last group. And he's kind of like, Ooh, anybody do anything good out there? We were 11 on the front. And we're like, well, we were 14. <laughs> nobody knew. <laughs> Me and the other guys are like, well, you sandbaggers. I'm like, well, I don't know. I think I shot 37 on the front with like three birdies and another net eagle or something. And one guy was like a 13 had five birdies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. but, our ending, but, our, but our ending scores were like 
On the front nine, he had five birdies. On no the front total nine. Oh. day, but but I mean our total. We were like a we yeah. like a five, six, a ten, and a fourteen. We were like 80, 80, 85, 85. So it wasn't like anybody. Five birdies but, for a thirteen is impressive. Yeah, I mean, I mean I a few bombs, but yeah, it was. Uh, it was a Nicholas course, but it was it was crazy. Like like the you know I had like four or five holes where I was like in my pocket, but like a couple other holes we had two guys in their pockets, and I'd make a birdie, and vice versa. Like it was one of those deals where. One or two Drew guys would be out of the hole, and everybody else would, the other guys would make pars or birdies. Like, but and we so we won forty dollars or twenty dollars. Hell yeah! So that was the highlight. Did not play. Uh, did not play particularly well, but that's good, good to get out of here. You got to get. You get to get go play. Yeah. When did you get back? Saturday. So we went Saturday to Saturday. So we had a day to kind of yesterday to kind of recover with the kids and kind of get back on track before it, getting back to work and daycare for them today. Okay. So. So does your work make you quarantine now that you've traveled, or are they just like coming no, back? No, I didn't think so. I mean, I'm pretty. We got a pretty small office, so I just try to hunker down in my office most of the day anyway, and yeah, stay away from people as much as I can. But it's kind of my goal in life at all times, anyways, just stay away from people. Yeah, fuck them. <laughs> you gotta love this, then. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's just it. I was. I was talking to uh, my friend David Barnett from Tour Junkies today. We were just chatting. He was telling me how down, he lives down in Augusta. He's like, down in the south, COVID doesn't really exist. You know, people are, you know, and I was telling him about up here. And how, well, it certainly does. Well, just atti- the attitude sure, of people. Sure. Like, you know what I mean? Like, nobody's really doing anything different. Oh, man. Isn't it it's just bizarre, though, like how some people are still completely just closed off? And I don't know if they've always been that way, but um, the one that I'm catching now is deer hunting. A lot of people crossed the border from Minnesota into Wisconsin recently for deer hunting and it, it, right around Thanksgiving, right? So I, I know of families that have basically said, I can't believe you went deer hunting. How would you do that so close to Thanksgiving? You're you're disinvited or we're not coming kind of a Deer thing. hunting? Yeah, yeah. And so I had, a, I had a buddy of mine that I was supposed to drive down to Mankato with, on, which is like an hour south of where we are, hour and a half. And he called me. It was his birthday. We start talking and he's like, Ah man, I just gotta let you know I went deer hunting, and I, I went to a bar, and in like in Wisconsin, it doesn't matter, even though right. basically like it's spiking and surging. Like he's like, every, it was no different than how things were in like 2018. He's like, I I just feel terrible if you had it, so you gotta drive yourself. I'm like fuck, <laughs> <laughs> lame. I mean, okay, that's fine, I guess. But yeah, anyway. I, mean, I was kind of like people like you're traveling. I'm like I'm so, I think more of like the hey don't travel is like you know people do they go to certain places where everything's open and it's like right oh we're gonna go party or we're gonna you know go to a big wedding or we're gonna go to you know a 50 person thanksgiving it's like you know you're just going to see your your mom and dad in arizona play a little golf and yeah. it's it's I mean, I mean, not so what not, was thanksgiving six a, of you yeah it's like i'm not saying it's not a risk but it's definitely not yeah right and so what i was saying what i was telling him about was this kind of to what Rhino was saying that, you know, here it's kind of like up in Minnesota, it's like half and half. Half the people are kind of going around like there's really nothing different. And then half the people are kind of really hunkering down. And I wouldn't necessarily say it's like along party lines because like my father-in-law is one of the most like staunchest conservatives there are. But he also just doesn't like people. So sure. Like he's just like, like he came over the other day and we were going to all throw on masks and wear masks in the house. And he's like, no, I'm not coming in the house. Like, okay, it's like deep down you can tell he's just loving every minute. Sure. He's just like, yeah, no. That's <laughs> yeah, the COVID. I got to go home. <laughs> no, no, I don't. No, I'm not talking to you guys. It's COVID. Come on. <laughs> it's like, okay. Sweet. But how about you, Rhino? You, how was your Thanksgiving? Thanksgiving was good. And Mankato was fun. It was. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, how was ace. Mankato? Did you play some golf down there? Yeah. Yeah. So I had an ace. So it was nice to. What? Yeah. So I thought it was going to be kind of a. And this was. This is lame. So we had a tea time like 40 minutes from my house. And, of course, I hadn't played, but there were eight of us. And they're like, oh, yeah, it's a good place. Let's go down there. Because everything was booking up like fast, right? It was 52 degrees last Saturday. It's like, got to go. I'm like, okay, honey, this is the last Saturday of the year. <laughs> and uh, and she's like, okay, yeah, fuck you. So, But anyways, the guy, the guy who coordinated everything, he booked it Tuesday morning. He gets an email from the course on Wednesday night. They're like, yeah, golf now totally screwed up. We're really sorry, but like we've been closed for three weeks. You guys are shit out of luck. I'm like, oh man. And he's got a simulator in his house, but I'm like, no, nah, no, nah, th- come on. There has to be something open. Anyways, the course 
end up finding has like a regulation eight or nine holes, and then they have a uh, like a par three nine holes. And uh, yeah, well, so went, I, well went down. It was a, a bunch of town course guys. It was oh, like okay. khaki and those dudes. And so and, and uh, one of my buddies, it's like his birthday, and on the second hole, he's like, and I mean the course is fine, right? I mean it's just a small town public golf course. It, it is what it is, but. He, it's his birthday, and he's like, "Oh yeah, we got to do a deal." You know, if anybody has an ace today, where everybody throws in a hundred bucks. And now, granted, it was only to our group, but whatever. So we get through, and we had a good time. And then, the, like the the tenth hole, once you cr- literally cross a very busy road uh, with your bag, and then it's like <laughs> it's like a little par three course, and uh, and it was not a little par three course, three woods and hybrids or lob wedge. And anyways, this huh. one was like one twenty five, and I hit a. Hit a really nice gap wedge, two hop, and then into the COVID pin. Nice, Dude, yeah. Like, so it was dope. It was. Ni- so was it? Was it a like a noodle? Yeah, I mean, it was like you could tell the greenskeeper like cut it up in his in his basement. It was like legit pool noodle. There was <laughs> there was nothing around it, and there was no like right. Some of them were like literally up to the the lip. Some of them were like a one-inch pool noodle. There's he just yeah. not a lot of quality control. No, no quality control like, on that. But it is anyway. It is fun. So. It is pretty fun. I saw a tweet like a month ago. I mean, because golf courses got to the point where it's like, okay, rakes are fine again and everything, and then, you know. But people are like, so all this stuff is fine, but we're still playing tournaments with like you know the foam things or you know yeah. whatever yeah. else. It is really dumb. Bananas. But we're playing at least. It, exactly. It's just nice to be outside. So we're playing on Friday this week, Jordan. What, today gotta, it was 28 gotta, degrees. It's, it's supposed to be 40, so we'll Fuck see. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm sure there's there are people. If there's anybody listening, congratulations for making, <laughs> for making it 18 minutes into this. But we will get into a recap, not just COVID and what's going on with us because we're compelling figures. But, yeah, it's supposed to be like 40 degrees. And I'm guessing people that are listening to that are like, how the why would you ever play golf in 40 degrees? Because you only got 205 days of the year you can play. If you can sneak an extra win, you got to well, try to get to I, 156 rounds. <laughs> yeah, I got to get got to get my McCloskey numbers up. You got to boost those numbers. Yeah, so, so yeah, yes, if anybody is checking shotgun. us out for the first time this week, we apologize. 11 o'clock checking. Well, yeah, our our beacon of light and hope is no longer here right now. Yeah. Well, Miss Rhino Senior was just outside the top ten for rounds played. Oh, Ed Hazeltine? Yeah, that's not surprising. I mean, I know he's he's got to be looking after buildings. I don't know what he's doing, but I I made the I made the the call that he outplayed me the third week of February. <laughs> I was done, and I I think I got to forty. I think it was at forty six this year, which is up from last year. So I'm feeling pretty good. Yeah, and I'm playing 50, on Friday. So. I was at fifty two. Moose, I think you were like fifty eight or yeah. That that sounds right because yeah, my sixty something number would include out state one. So if that's just yeah, I'll take fifty eight though. That's it's what is that? Bad. That's that's, 50, you know, 50, I, that's that's like twice a week. It's enough yeah, to keep was, you dangerous. Yeah, I was yeah. texting. We oh when we get offline, I'll kind of tell you why we have this. This me bit feist had the, got this because we're we've got some other little initiative we're working on, so we needed it. Um, does but, it have the Does it have the plane time? The average plane time next to it? No, too? it didn't have that. But oh, um, but no. So I text them right after we get them. Like, did anybody else? Because they just sent the email out, like you know with this new dues and stuff. Here's about what your here's your annual cost for the year. You know, they sent that email. So I'm like, did anybody else take the <laughs> the cost for the year divide by their number of rounds and both of them yep i did that right away it's just like ouch oh yeah i have it's not like, looked at that yet i need to go look at that email i've been I, in a fucking cave i did i did it two years ago that's <laughs> like oh yeah, my god this is out of control but uh i'll let tractor talk about the new do structure but man so i'm in a by the way i'm in a simulator golf league with tractor now and Where? he's he's actually pretty decent are there simulators open yeah, so it's it officially closed. So we were supposed to get back after okay, the Thanksgiving yeah. holiday. We've only done it three weeks, but it was supposed to be a team deal. And Tractor knows these two guys, and I'm like, "Hey, we need a we need a guy for Tuesday nights. Can he come out?" It's like, "Sure." Is this sure, at Inside sure. Edge? Yeah, we have absolutely no idea what the hell we're getting into. And we show up, and they're like, "Hey, give us twenty dollars cash." We're like, "Okay," and it's like a skins pot and a low gross pot. They pay out first place, fifth place, tenth place, and uh, anyways, and it's like twenty bucks to actually golf. And then there's like drink specials and pizza specials, and it's like we're we're having a good time. So when it's all said and done, uh, you know, we all settle up and we're like, yeah, that's yeah, that's a pretty fun time. And well, anyways, like they keep track of everything, and so we get like a full printout the next day, 
and all four of us finished in the money. So I was like, and, and I ended up, I, I like made 60 bucks. So I was like, I got paid to go do it. It was, it was <laughs> sweet. It was sweet. And so basically I think one of us has finished at least in the money every week. So that we've done it. So it's, uh, they're still like kind of working everything out. I don't think that I, I'm assuming that they'll handicap it, even though I'm like, there, there's a guy who like averages 67 in the league every round, which is oh, wow. pretty impressive. It's six foot gimmies and stuff, but anyways, so. tractors there, but it, the second week, Tractor was talking about the new do structure, and yeah, we can talk. Oh about my! That. I got I got pretty good insight. Honestly. I gotta say, I got a swordfish steak. I don't even like swordfish. <laughs> it was fourteen dollars. I'm like, oh God, fuck yeah, it, text, let's he, do he started, it. Let's have started, swordfish. Yeah, he started texting me that night. I was I posted the menu or whatever, and he's like, "I'm going to for lunch every day. You can't, you know." It, it's twelve bucks for Burger King, and yeah. I can get a Whippy Burger for three bucks. I'm like, what do you order at Burger King for lunch that gets you twelve dollars? <laughs> like, but he's not raw. Like he, the he's like, and the kids' meals are you know now like a dollar fifty to two fifty. Right. I told him we're going there every night starting January first. Like, <laughs> yeah. For a guy, uh, um, that, yeah. Yeah. So Moose, you actually outdid. You had sixty three and Tracker had sixty two. Ooh. Rounds. Oh, nice. So I did be tracking. At the one, yeah. I, had, I only had 52, so I was. Fuck yeah. But, uh, yeah, so uh, should we little five, ten minute Masters recap? Yeah. Like I mean, why not? Ago. We're two weeks late to the party. Yeah. We I might mean, as well offer our. Uh, what was the other event that we missed? Oh, uh, yeah. Moose and uh, it was RSM. Yeah. What happened to it? Who won the RSM? Anybody? It was. Uh, who the heck was it? It was a playoff. Here. Oh, it was no fuck. Kisner lost in a playoff to. I didn't watch him, uh, but that's why I'm. This is such an awesome pod. <laughs> <laughs> it's. I'm pulling up Fantasy National. Dustin Johnson won the Masters. Yeah, <laughs> he did. No, Kisner lost in a playoff. I blank. Oh, Streb, Streb. Oh yeah. Oh, how's Bob Streb playing? playing? <laughs> Remember Bob Streb that stretched like four or five years ago where he won like. Wonder came close to winning like every tournament for a month straight. Yeah, I remember that. And then I like kept playing him on DraftKings for the re- like the next year and just never came back. Yeah, what was that stretch he went through? It was like Brendan Todd like. Oh, no. Was that 2014? No. He won the RSM back in 2014. So he's won that tw- twice now. I'm sure they covered that all in depth at that one. Let's go sure talk people about people really the want to hear about the RSM, but yeah, it was. I, it was it was good to see DJ win the Masters. I think he's like him or not. I think he's just deserving of more majors than he's won. I don't think anybody would debate that. And I don't think there's anybody who really dislikes DJ. Although, yeah. I mean, there's probably a few people, but maybe I'm a softy. But <laughs> maybe I'm a softy. But I, I do like when you see people's true emotions come out. Yeah, like that, that floored me when like he is like completely couldn't even talk after he, you know. Well, especially I mean, him because it, like it's always about how he doesn't show any emotion, yeah. you know, and like for him to get or is capable of emotion, right? You know, like yeah, I, I feel like he's always been slighted for that. He's kind of just see ball, hit ball kind of a thing, and I feel like his interviews are getting better. They have been over years, and I mean his press conferences are, yeah, you know, well, even I think it was Rory that said he's like he's far more intelligent than he lets on, yeah. You know? But I think the biggest thing is just over the years, like they say, like with his. It's is a wedge game that's gotten so good. Like he's so, and they said that's a big part of it. Is he takes that track man and everything else with his wedges, and he just gets so dialed in because that's you know that's what he's hitting all the time. Yeah, he. I mean, he he is just so solid off the tee day in day out. Yeah. Even that when he has a bad day swing wise with his irons, his driver still keeps him in it. And one hundred percent to your point, Paul. Like his wedge game is dialed. Like I don't know if you guys caught it on Sunday that. You know, he had a tricky little flop over the bunker on two. Yeah. He he chunks it. He chunks it in the bunker. He gets mm-hmm. it up and down. And he doesn't dial back on three. He doesn't go back to like I need a full wedge in here. And as right. somebody who has fought like like, you know, pitch yips, you know, thirty to sixty yard shots that can be pretty challenging, he gets up and rips it on three right up right around the green. And I think he got up and down. I know he hit a. I know he hit a good enough second shot. You know, some. Yeah, like, well, he he did say in his post round interview that he's like, when I got over that next one, I was like, okay, I gotta really like swing through this one. Yeah, he, he Roll said the body. that getting up, getting up and down from the bunker on two, like really helped to like make it Settle like, oh, well, who yeah. cares. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? Like that he just had like a kick in stress free yeah. par because it wasn't right. like an easy up and down for birdie by any means. I mean, no, it was, no. Yeah. 
No, it, it probably looked a lot worse than it was. It was probably, there's one of three outcomes, you know, it's, it goes right next to the hole, it goes over the green, or it ends up in the bunker, you know? Right. So, there wasn't a whole lot of wiggle room, and I think that's just the way they took it. But yeah, it's, it's, obviously, you miss the roars. I, I think the course lacked a lot of fire, or maybe it didn't, you know, and it was just the absence of the crowd, but I just felt like it just wasn't as hot. Is normal, you know. And I don't think that's any. Yeah, the course well, set record, so yeah. You're, well, you're I think right. they said part of it. I think everyone is expecting like cooler and firmer, but it was it rained and it was really warm and humid. So even the players said like they can't really you know firm it up. It's kind of like mm-hmm. we talked about. I think it was at Wingfoot. It's like everybody would love firm, fast, thick rough, but I mean the weather does dictate a lot of what you can do to the golf course. Sure, but yeah, I mean it was still the Masters. It was still gorgeous. Yeah. It was still. I wish I had it. I kind of had it in my head. I'm seeing if I can look it up. Kind of the disappointing thing for me here. I'm pulling up here. Like after two rounds, I was like, "Oh, sweet, we got like." So I think just here there were ten guys, eight and nine under. And then by Sunday morning, it was like, "Okay, there's two or three guys that could maybe win." Yeah, you know, it was like Sung Jay and Cam Smith. Like it. No offense to those guys are decent players. But, but it wasn't JT or Rory. So I think that was my biggest disappointment was, because what did DJ shoot in the third round? Uh, he did yeah, shoot a 65. So he, he did shoot a 65. So he kind of yeah. distanced himself that way. But if you look at it, like, after day two, it's like Rom and Thomas were tied with DJ. You know, Cantley, Hideki, Reed were one back. And then, you know, their third round scores, DJ shoot 65. And then Thomas, 71. Rom, 72. Reed, 71. Like, you know, even Kepka, I think, was, I guess he got it. Anyway, it was like there's three or four of those top guys right there, and then they couldn't keep up with DJ in the third round. That kind of. Yeah. Yeah. DJ shot 65 in the third round. Because, like I said, that second round, then there was, a, I mean, a bunch of guys, you know, lead was nine. There was a bunch of guys, five, six, seven, you know, like Tiger was there, Kepka, Rory, a couple of those guys, and it's never really. Did you, you think it was? That, you always like the Masters, even like last year with Tiger, to be like, like that bunch leaderboard and okay, who's going to do something on the back nine? Yeah. So, okay, yeah, let me happen, ask you this. But. Without the patrons there, and I mean, it was kind of a walk away, right? I mean, I, what I'm starting to kind of realize is if you can get through 12 with a lead, especially yeah. if you hit it like DJ off the t- like you can work it kind of both ways off the tee and you're going to eat up the par fives. He gets through 12 with a big lead, it's over. 15 still. I mean, there's still danger in 15. But you're going to play. I mean. He's going to hit the fairway on 15. Yeah. 19 to 20 times. Yeah, right. And those guys aren't, you know, it's he's the in the fairway shot, with a yeah. mid iron into 15. He's not going to hit it in the water. Right. Right. Blast. Yeah. It, it just, it's, <clears throat> I, I thought my takeaway was it was a, it was a good Masters and without the patrons there and it was just. And a blowout. And it was kind of a blowout, right? Well, I think DJ But I, I like DJ. I've always been a DJ guy. Yeah. So that's cool. Did, didn't DJ actually lay up on both par fives on the back? Yes. Yeah. He didn't hit. I think even 15, he was a little left, so he would have had to hit a hook. Hook, yeah. In 13, I think he was up. Was he up in the trees on 13? Barely in the rough. I think he had. Pine. That was what they're like saying, like, oh, that shows how smart he is because they claim that he had a mud ball. So for his layup that, side, he yeah. had like a low runner because he's like, oh, he's Clear. running the mud off the ball. <laughs> and did he make birdie on both? Recall. I know he birdied 13. I think he birdied 15, but yeah, it's. It was a good win. It's good to see for sure. Hats off to Sung Jay and uh, Cam Smith, though, too. Mm-hmm. Cam Smith, first uh, player to ever shoot four rounds in the 60s. He was making yeah. some absurd birdies from like trees and mm-hmm. every place else. But I was kind of on him on 43K for a couple weeks because he was pretty reasonably priced and he was playing like he wasn't doing anything spectacular, but he was like in that 15th to 25th range like for two straight months. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, kind of cool. We're, only a hundred and some days away from the next one, I guess. So that is really cool. Um, so is DJ fans, like the hats off favorite in Vegas? He's got it. Yeah, yeah. I, I assume either that or and I not wouldn't be go. surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if they put uh, Bryson right back there again, though. Like, and not to go Bryson Overkill because we talk about a decent amount here, but like, I just love all the pre-masters. Like Augusta's gonna have to do something to put an end to this. I'm like, the guy hasn't even hit a shot yet. And then Thursday morning, he was all over the freaking golf course. Yeah. He um, got really lucky to make bogey on, yeah. uh, on what, 13? Yeah, when he was up in the bushes. And, and then on uh, three, when he lost his ball five yards off the fairway. <laughs> right. Was that on Friday uh, or Saturday? That might have been Saturday. I think it was Friday. Well, little he known he fact, shouldn't have made the cut. 
I thought that happened on Friday because he was. That's correct. Little known fact: uh, Amanda Rose once did a test episode with with Nice Shot Pod. She came on the podcast, and we tested out having her on the pod. Didn't quite work out because kind of ruined the man vibe we had going. But she had the tweet of the century on Bryson. She she said something like, uh, "Maybe you should have brought that forty eight inch driver for all of his drops." Hundred percent right. I love do like. Uh, on, I think it was Saturday. He's like, yeah, you know, I just haven't felt good all week. Like I got, I went and Dizzy. proactively got tested for COVID and something's uh, like, and right before that, he's like, yeah, I'm up to like six protein shakes a day. Then I was like, right after, like, oh, yeah, my, something's up with my stomach this week. It's like, God, like, I can't imagine what's going on there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Bison. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, the other thing is like, I, with all the, you know, he's going to, he's going to have a 48 inch plus driver in the bag. And he's taken basically the the next month off to start, you know, hitting the ball 400 yards. And then he got to the Masters, and it seemed like – and he was swinging for the fences, no doubt. But a lot of his numbers were just kind of meh, like kind of what he had been doing. Yeah, and, that's what – You know, I mean, there are a lot of guys, a lot of guys on tour that are not that far behind him. Right. And, right. You know, that's I mean, what he's for one. Yeah. I mean, like – Yeah, exactly. And he's, you know – Probably straighter in the clutch, That's or you know, when it, he's like, when he misses, it's not quite as big. It's first cut fly or just into the rough. It's not all right. Need my forty inch driver for where am I going to drop this? Well, they were asking DJ before the tournament. He's like, oh, after seeing all the stuff Bryson's been doing, have you been thinking about changing your approach? Well, I uh, I think I think I'm doing all right. <laughs> you know. That, and that's the right approach. Yeah, he's just like, and he is. I mean, that's just it. And I think it is like if you've got DJ, Rory, Bryson hitting fairways, like if they're throwing straight down the center every day, you know, every yeah. hole, you're not going to beat them. Whatever week it is, yeah. I mean, they right. get the putt, putter rolling a little bit. I mean, I mean DJ's honestly, won on tour what the last thirteen years at least once. That's so incredible. And he's got kids and baby mama and a life and sponsors and he's yeah he's tried and true i mean like i would say keep doing what you're doing because even though he only has two majors now only two majors now he probably should have three or four or five at least four i fully i still believe that he's going to get to at least four probably five Mm -hmm. maybe eight i mean i I don't know the sky's the limit with that guy for sure it's just a matter of you know how how long can he go what is he 30 mid 30s yet 33 no, I think he's older than that. I mean, 13 years he's won. I, I think he's like 37 or something. All right, he's done. So, right I'll still uh, give him a couple more. What did, uh, so he's JT, JT was fourth last, or at the Masters, not last week. This was three weeks ago, and there was also another event in between there. But uh, you predicted three wins and a major from him. Yep. No, four wins and a major, right? I, I, I predicted five total wins, one of those being a major. And that was pre-COVID, though. That yeah. was early, you know, yeah, COVID. Yeah, you did kind of get jacked there. So, so yeah. I, I, I still dialed it back to four wins and a major. So he underperformed for sure. He, yeah, with his, with his three wins. Yeah, but again, what I'm seeing four is wins. I don't love four wins. I don't love what he's doing on. I think he only had three. Oh, I don't, sorry, yeah, one was in August last year. Obviously, no majors. So I, I don't love what he's doing on Sundays at the Masters Saturday. Kind of what did him in. Um, you know, he he's just needs to be a little more cutthroat. I think sometimes he gets a little wishy washy at times. Just kind of like a little lax, makes some mistakes. Kind of like what Rory's doing and can't can't quite back it up, but. He, I mean, he's obviously the talent is there. There's, there's no part of his game that, again, he's like kind of like DJ, kind of like Rory. I mean, the best in the world. There's no part of their game that you would. Where, where do you start? Where do you say like, okay, you need to address this, and that's how we're going to get over the hump. I think. It, I think it, at that stage, it really truly becomes mental and kind of getting into the into the tournament. Maybe you need to start better. Maybe you need to close better for him. I think he needs to close better. Rory, I think you need to start better. Um, I was looking, I don't know why I was looking at this. Oh yeah, I was trash talking some Euros who were saying he was going to win the Masters. And I said, well, the guy hates putting on the weekends and he gains strokes putting on rounds that are on rounds one and two and loses strokes putting rounds three and four, which is kind of interesting. That's Rory. Yeah. Loses more on in round four than on in round three, but it is just interesting that like it, it's actually kind of like as the week goes, his putting gets worse and worse. It's fu- I mean, you got to think that if he stays healthy, there's no way he doesn't win a Masters. 
Oh, for sure. Just, I mean, that's just, just because that's just, even when he's, he's bad, one and a half of the four days he's still t sixes. If, if just, he hits, if he hits the fairways and he hits it as far as he does, he's just going to have so many more opportunities than yeah. anybody else. Yeah. The only way that he loses is if Bryson or DJ or some other guy. I, you you bring Bryson up, like I mean, I know he's on your squad, and we can address that soon. Like you're. You already have three wins. The rest of us have zero. But I, I can't put Bryson in that rarefied air. Not yet. Not probably I'm, for years upon years. I just I'm, I just don't think he – any guy who's going to go through what he did for a month and then you know not be winning the tournament and just scrape in to make the cut and start talking about tummy issues and dizziness and all. Like I just – that's just not the killer instinct I think it takes to be a double-digit major winner. So – my point is not necessarily about Bryson. It's more about anybody that's hitting, that's flying the ball three forty plus okay. and hitting fairways. If you know, what I mean, if you if you fly the ball three forty plus and you're hitting, you're gonna have more of your fairways. You know, for a weekend, you're gonna win. Sure. Like, yeah. well, you like still got a putt. Yeah, but like DJ and Rory, they're what going to be one club behind him if right. they're hitting. Like, it's not. That's like, what I'm saying. Yeah. Right. Right, I get but, it for but, Bryson versus you know Brian Gay. Like that's a huge. That's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm lumping all those guys together. I'm not saying that Bryson's any more than DJ or Rory. Like I'm not saying if all three of those guys are lighting up the are hitting their tee ball perfectly that Bryson's gonna win. I'm just saying that. I mean, it's like remember the PGA Championship at Whistling Straits that uh, Jason Day was just pounding that driver better than anybody else was, and he was hitting it straight. All day, and it's just you can't beat that if you you know if you can be decent everywhere else in your game. He also like Jordan Spieth, like Jordan Spieth yes. was. Yeah, I mean, you've always got to putt, right? But the more opportunities you have, these guys are all pretty darn good putters. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that you still have to putt for dough. I'm not dismissing that either, right? Nobody's yeah. taking that away from my argument, right? No, okay, no, I agree. Good. So that, that's all I'm saying. I'm not saying that Bryson isn't an elite level guy. I'm saying that he. he the reason he didn't perform was because he didn't hit fucking fairways this week, right? It wasn't because he was hitting the ball too far. It's because he was hitting the ball too far off the fairway. Right. Can, and, I, se- can I segue from Masters and Distance Talk to the Mayakoba? I have a good segue. Yes. yes. Yeah. So we're on that whole kick with the Masters and the Distance. So I read a pretty good tweet. I don't know much about the Mayakoba. Um, maybe Moose can fill us in a little bit. But I saw a tweet from Jason Sobel earlier today it's kind of funny actually so the first three winners of the mayakoba golf classic were fred funk brian gay and mark wilson the last two winners have been matt kuchar and brendan todd just in case you're trying to figure out the type of player who's going to have success this week yeah so oh i factored those it in guys, my 43k straight. no i don't know what was in between there but you know i feel like it's always it's is this tournament always this time of year I think so. It usually rounds out kind yes. of the, the new fall season. Okay. It's kind of interesting. JT and Kepka are playing this week. Max, just Yeah, on. it's a pretty decent field. I need Brooks or at least to get me yeah, a win or get within two of Moose. Yeah, Finau. Uh, I guess not. Hey, you got Fowler. Yeah. Some names. I, would, I would say that Ricky had a pretty underwhelming 2020 after I, I watched him in that match. You. He didn't win this year, right? No. No. He missed no. a ton of cuts, too. He only had, I mean, again, COVID, but uh, since this time last year, he had one, two, three. Wow. Three top tens. One, His only top five was at the Tournament of Champions, and he took fifth, and that's a 30-person like field. Guys, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, so we got Mayakoba, and then it's pretty much done until... Hero, right? No, Hero's canceled. Oh, they canceled it. Till Hawaii? Till Hawaii, right. So this is it, till Hawaii? Yeah, because I think next week they've got that... Shark shootout. Yeah. And then the week after that's the father-son. Uh, it'll be cool to watch Char- Tiger and Charlie. It will be sweet. Um, Awesome. That's like extra days off. Like that's, that means like I've got a whole month of smooth sailing here. That's awesome. More like golf I, I love I love watching golf, so don't get me wrong. I'm not, I'm sad that there's not to be golf for a month. I mean, it sounds like we got some good events, you know, kind of events, but like this is not my day job. It's like working on this stuff, so... There's not a whole yeah. lot of off-season. Last week felt no. so crazy to just have no event going on. Well, the mean, good news is even, yeah. Go ahead, if Ryan. you like golf, if, if you like golf, there's something to watch 52 yeah. weeks. Oh, for sure, yeah. Like the Dunhill Cup. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but how did that go, right now? But even think uh, about... I tuned, I tuned in, for sure, because that uh, Leopard Creek, I think it's in South Africa, South Africa, uh, <laughs> 
It, sweet. It's like in a nature preserve. So there's elephants, rhinos, leopards, a lot of alligators. Just the action shots are out of control. Wildlife is just that. It's wildlife. <laughs> it's, it's really, really cool. And your guy, Moose Christian Bezadenhut. Yeah, it's technically Tractor's guy, but yeah, he won. Yeah, and some uh, there's a 19 year old kid on the scene who was playing pretty well, and then he made triple bogey on 10. That was kind of kind of what I saw. Got windy on the weekend, but really looked who, good. Who won the Alfred Dunhill? That was two weeks ago, right? That's the the one that does the rotation. There's like a couple courses. I thought that was Andrews. in like yeah, that's like Kings Barnes and St Andrews and all that. I don't think that was. I did not watch a lick of that. Okay, so you don't know. Unfortunately, who won that. no. But yeah, they're like St. Andrews is one of the courses in that rotation. Or like, yeah, they usually do. Actually, I think course. it's Carnoustie, uh, Kings Barn, and uh, St. Andrews. So sweet courses. And it's, and it's all, yeah, and then they also do usually uh, celebrities. So I don't know if it. I feel like I would have seen that on TV, but I don't know. I thought it was on, like that's. I thought I saw it on, and I watched like three shots or something. But then I don't know. Yeah. Where, no, where but, were we at? Oh yeah, oh, we were talking oh, about the Mike Copa, the golf tournament. Yeah, but Wait, remember what? back in the day. Not even back in the day, like 10 years ago. I mean, it used to be actually, you know, the tour championship would end and you wouldn't see these guys for a couple months until Kapalua, basically. Yeah. Unless they played one of those, because it was always, or back in like the mid 2000s, everybody was always so intrigued, like, you know, what kind of shape is Phil going to come back in this year? And every year was like, he's lost 20 pounds or he's gained 15 pounds of muscle. It's like, he still looks the same. But, like, they can't do that anymore because it's like nobody goes more than a few weeks, it seems like, without playing. But it used to be a big deal, you know, what did what everybody do in the off season? Well, there used know? to be the quote-unquote silly season, right? Yeah. So those guys that are, you know, 50 to top 150 in the world, they'd team up yep. with a buddy and play Shark Shootout. Father-son yep. would go on. All that stuff was, like, a, a little bit bigger than it is now because there was yeah. no really, like, fall wrapper. Oh, yeah, the Skins the game. Remember the yeah. Skins game? Skins game, yeah, Grand Slam of Golf, yeah. you know, like yeah. – yeah, the Wendy's three tour challenge. Mm-hmm. So yeah, no, it's awesome. It's awesome to have some uh, some golf to watch. It is. It is always yeah. fun. It's if you really, 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 really want to tune in, you can do it. Like tonight, I was flipping through the channels because I can't watch Carson Wentz and Nancy Lopez was Did battling some gal. The 1997 U.S. <laughs> Open at Pumpkin Ridge. Oh yeah. She had a Sarah Lee visor on. I was like, wait, wait, wait. sponsored by Pies. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who, of Maybe course, Tractor instantly too. liked it. Haven't heard from him all night, but he liked he liked that I was talking about pies. But yeah, it was fashion. The the ladies' fashion in the late nineties was electric. I don't know if they can even this. get away with that now. Like Sarah Lee, like sp- sponsoring, like it just seems sexist, doesn't it? And I have no idea. Uh, so Paul Paul Manac, how old was Nancy Lopez in nineteen? 1997. I do actually remember watching that Women's Open because she was like it sounded like the, basically like this is Nancy Lopez's like last good chance yeah. to ever win a U.S. Women's and Open. And she only lost by one. Wasn't the one Hillary Lunky won? No, no. Some uh, the gal's Nick last name I think is almost like Nicholas, like Allison Nicholas. Oh yeah, Allison. Yeah, okay. I do. Are you sure that was Pumpkin Ridge? I think so. Yeah. Oh well, but no. So we had a guy on our golf team. Well, he was on the golf team before I got there, but they. You've met him before, I know, Bonk. Oh, yeah. So he has he had kind of this, like, quaff, like, high-flowing hair. <laughs> well, they used to, like, wear a visor. So they always call him Julie Inkster. Because <laughs> it did look, and the hair looked, like, the exact same. Like, his, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I do remember that. That women's open somehow. I felt like but. Pumpkin Ridge had more stuff back in the day. That's where what, Tiger what? won his third U.S. Yeah, yeah. It's Portland, right? Yeah, just outside of there. Well, yeah. I think they just had a they had like a corn fairy tournament this year. I think they have for the last few years, yeah. yeah. And I think I saw it and the bunkers are old. Yeah. They got like the, the old dirty ass dirt bunkers. Yeah, I feel like it just doesn't look right. Open or something too. I could be wrong on that, but I don't know what kind of golf course it is, but I felt like it was a bigger player back in the 90s. Did any of you guys uh build 43k mm-hmm. lineups for this week? I just did, yeah. I did. You want me to you rip did. through it? Yeah, like I don't know that anybody cares, but I I, if any, literally, if anybody's watching right now, Moose, you should throw out like a keyword. Oh, give oh him yeah, a, hold give on. Them so a what's free your, month. Uh, we won't go free month, but we'll do we'll do like a retweet. So send us send us a gif. What kind of gif should they send us here? And we'll like just retweet Ladies any gif fashion from the nineties. Yeah, 
There we go. Perfect. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah. So. Ladies fashion. Yeah. Oh, tweet at us. Golf 90s fashion. Yeah. We're not going to have yeah, to don't, don't the women generalize golfers, it. are we, in next week or next pod? What's that? We're not going to have to. You're not no, gonna we're not going to have to apologize to the 90s women's tour. I yeah. feel like we've done a nice job of not going on the apology tour. No, but I, I, I have had my pencil ready because I'm going to start. Good. Like I think we're going to start writing down the apology tour. And then the next episode always starts with our apology tour from the previous week. So, Or just recap at the end of... You know, my outro, like, I've been kind of using this stock outro, but the stock outro could just be like, okay, per the episode, we apologize to the Women's 90s Tour, to Alfred Dunhill for not knowing the format, to Robert Streb for forgetting he won, or, you know. Oh, also, Moose, they were de- they definitely do didn't do the, like, typical Dunhill Cup, because I don't think uh, even European tours, like, traveling that much. This yeah. It was another... I want to say it was in Africa. Sorry. But Wilco, I think it was also in South Africa. It was Wilco Needbrar. I sent you guys like the the clip. But he's another youngster coming up. He's tall, lanky, but absolutely just rockets it. I think I sent it on our on our group chat, but he hit it 436. Oh. And it looked pretty effortless. And the, I think there were a couple of like, not bombers, but longer players in his group. And his ball like flies him by like 30 and just goes and goes and goes really yeah so 436 the guy's name's wilco and i think he was in the lead and i think he lost it but that was my take on another guy that you might want to keep tabs on and hopefully he keeps off the uh or gain or at least having like six or seven can you imagine having seven protein shakes in a day but not just one day doing it like okay that's my tuesday yeah i better do that tomorrow it's hard to drink (laughs) i better do it the next day too huh it's hard to drink seven glasses of water. Yeah, agree. Like, yes. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Nice segue. Should I dip in? Please. Okay. So I don't know this guy's first name, and I don't think I could pronounce it. Well, let's give him a nickname. The the Flava? The Flava? Okay, I love it. Favela? Favela? A Favela. A Favela. Strictly going off of Fantasy National 2019. He finished uh, T16 here at the Mayakoba. Armando. Armando. Oh. Armando Favela. Favela. There we go. So the flavor is uh, who I'm coming at with 6,000. I'm all, I'm all leading way to something here. And if you can't see it, you obviously haven't been listening to the pod or been a part of it. So uh, you'll get there. Anytime. Hey, how, much, how much was he? How much was he? He was 6,000. Okay, 6,000. <laughs> he was, we he was 6, bare 000. bones. But like I said, you know, two years ago, he was T16. And I don't think he hasn't. He's. He's zero zero cuts, meaning he hasn't missed a cut this year. So I love that. So I got the flavor. See, yeah, he. Uh, so he's only played according to Fantasy National, where you can sign up and join. Backslash pods. Uh, he's he's played the this tournament. Oh no, this in the Mexico Championship. So he's okay. He missed the cut in 2012 at the Mayakoba. He uh, was 16th in 2018 at OHL and at the Mexico Championship this year, which was. The event was that the week before uh, COVID with the players Mexico Championship three one that had to have been two weeks yeah 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 well whatever yeah. one was he the fucking anyways. sucked but anyways he was well he's my he guy. missed a cut but yeah. yeah I like it though no 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 but he's he that was a different course that was the Mexico Championship. horses You're for fine. horses as they say uh, next yeah. up any any time I can get a former number one at sixty two hundred how am I not going Luke the puke Donald, and then you gotta look at you gotta look at the track record of all the guys who've won here, right? Short, crooked, a lot of them are. That's right. Yeah. So let's do that. He's gonna have a hot, hot short game. Uh, then I got a guy who I think has played pretty well on the uh, Corn Ferry in uh, in Kelly Craft. Who he's only three of six, but I like him at sixty three hundred. So that was intriguing. So I'm gonna go with Kelly Craft. Then I've got uh, another guy who I man. Palmanac, I don't know how high he got in the world ranking. I, I'm guessing he was top five at some point, but Steven Stricker, also old, also yeah, hits it straight. That's so, fits, the, fits the profile. But also, though. you know, 10 of 16 cuts made, and he's had top 10s, which can't discount that. Then I got a couple guys that I'm really liking him. Brennan Steele, I think it gets windy in Mexico, and he's, you know, I don't know, three top 10s. He's, uh, he's one of the best win players on tour. All leading way to eleven thousand four hundred dollars left in my guy Justin. Time. 
I like it. 14 top 10s. Impressive to get to Thomas. <laughs> well, yeah. Had, had to get... <laughs> we had to dig at the bottom of the barrel, but again, that's a guy I think that can win, so... Uh, all right, well, I'll go. So I kind of... I didn't really do much research. Well, we didn't know we were doing the podcast no, no. for But no, minutes. I mean, I just saw that kind of tweet I read off with kind of the short and slappy winners. So I tried to go those type of guys along with some guys that have been playing decent. So my first short and slappy is uh, Cam Percy, hmm. 6,400. He's made four straight cuts. Um, also 6,400. I'm not sure if he's really that short, but uh, kind of a hunch pick. He was T29 at the Masters, so... That's pretty good for him for a sixty four hundred dollar guy, but that's Sun Kang. He can be mm. kind of hot. He's mm-hmm. he's won before, is he not? So yeah, he's shot fifty nine too before, hasn't he? Yeah. Oh, or is he not fifty nine? Sixty. He's got a couple sixty ones. Yeah. I know that. My next two are kind of some value plays where these guys have been priced a lot higher. I feel like recently, and they're not anymore for whatever reason. So uh, seventy two hundred. I've gone to him a few times, but Mav McNeely. Uh, 21st and 20th his last two events, including Bermuda, which I feel is kind of a comparable, somewhat comparable to this tournament. And this one I was really surprised at. This guy, I think, was like one of the highest priced guys a few weeks ago. I think it might have been at Bermuda, actually, but that's Peter Malnati. Oh, yeah. He's been hot. He's only 7,300 this week. Yeah, it's a good play. His last three, I think, are 20, 21st, 5th, and 2nd. So he He's like the definition of the type of guy. Oh, here too. Who like, could win this? That's kind of yeah. Well, he's he's actually just he, he's just such a freaking good putter too. Like that's that's what Malnati does more than anything. What are his odds like for the week? Oh, we find that out. I don't know it off the top of my head. I'm not on that page. Well, let me let me run through my last two here and then. Yeah, so, please so, do. Uh, another seventy three hundred. R.I.P. to tractor Charlie Hoffman. <laughs> Someone had to take him with Tracker gone this week. So I'm on Charlie's Chucky. this week. I didn't see if the other Chucky, Chucky Howell, or I don't think Barner <laughs> was in the field either. Um, and then for my last guy, I feel like this guy is the kind of prototypical guy after reading those other five off. 8,400, 23 of 28 made cuts. Worst finish since the PGA is 38th. A bunch of like between 13th and 25ths, but uh, that's Brian Harmon. Oh, nice. Hmm. Yeah, he so, he kind of fits like the bill to win here too. Attack here, but try to take more of those kind of consistent guys that maybe don't flash as much. But one of these one of those tournaments where these guys make their hay for the year. Mm-hmm. It is kind of like funny slash cool how like some of these guys like they can just do really good in an event that like there's not a whole lot of people at and. Well, make I mean, more than most people do in three years. Agreed. And Moose, like that, that's kind of the funny part about the the fall swing in the fall season as I'm sure there are plenty of guys that are kind of feasting this time of year. Let's just not say feasting, but you know, they're top five to 25 yeah. for a few of these tournaments. And then once it really gets serious and, and the, yeah. the big boys come out, it's try to make the cut and hang on tight. Yeah. I feel like every year there's always those guys you get close to like the playoffs and you're like, how is that guy? Right. You know, right. Close to 30th, it's like, oh, we had two, a top five and a top 10 right. back in October and November. Yeah, so no, it's kind of crazy because I'm just kind of looking through this because it's kind of a really good right now on the. Because uh, this ends the quote unquote fall swing of the 2021 season, correct? Yeah. Why, so why like, do we call it that? What? Why is that a thing? <laughs> um, well, because the the tour cha- or the the tour championship has to be the last event of the year, okay. and they want it to be. Before football starts. So everything else seems to lead up to that. But yeah, no, it is it is weird. But like, to that end, so right now if you look at uh, the tournament history tab on Fantasy National, like we always go back the last six weeks. So it goes, right now we're looking at the RSM, which was two weeks ago, back through the CJ Cup, which was, that was the tournament right after the PGA Championship. Is that right? I mean, US Open. What the fuck was the last major after besides the Masters? PGA. The PGA. Yeah. yeah. So, anyways, it was the CJ Cup. I don't know what it was after. Everything's so blurry right now. <laughs> but not not because I've been drinking, just because COVID. And I'm not leaving the house, and just days are running into each other. So I don't even remember. Like, it, like doesn't uh, Palm Beach seem like ages ago when we were out there? Like a lifetime. Yeah, well, it was. So like, yeah. When was the CJ Cup? I don't know. Anybody? The CJ Cup was like early Six, October. Yeah. 
Right before the Zozo, apparently. But anyways. So yeah, so obviously, so Russell Henley, he, he was, uh, and not that he's, but, you know, he's definitely making his hay right now. He, he was, he, he took third at the CJ Cup and fourth at the Zozo. If he doesn't do another, th- you know, another thing the rest of the year, he's done all right. Yeah. You know, um, JT's also up there. Obviously, he's not really like Corey Connors. Tenth at the uh, RSM. Tenth at the Masters. Wow. Good yeah, I, I gave that hot piece of advice. Yeah, you did. When he was at Houston, I was like, I've never seen a tour player hit a wedge into a pond and be like, this guy is dead. <laughs> <laughs> that was the. That was the. And he came back and and doggy styled the top ten at the Masters. But God, is that guy got game? Yeah, or yeah. at least like a good swing. Like at least it is aesthetically pleasing to me. But he's got that kind of Oosthuizen tempo. Yeah, and, and then he was T eight, and he was T eight at Zozo. So like uh, he was T twenty five at Houston because probably that water ball. But I mean that's three top tens in the last four events that he's played. Might not do anything else the rest of the year. That's pretty good year for him, I'd say. Or for, not maybe for him, but. It's got to be a weird gig. And that's why it, it, it would be good to get, like, Will Gordon on the show. or A, a pro that, like, the show, the uh, whatever, the podcast, like, that is in it week in, week out. Because a lot of these guys, it's, you kind of got to catch a five-week window or something. Where you just make a few cuts, maybe have a couple of top tens. And that's your year. And I've always been fascinated by, like, what's the rest of the year look like? And, like, when you know you don't necessarily have it. You know, like, okay, I had a T3 and then a T17. And, you know, that's that's where, like, I know that I'm pretty comfortable and I'm in the mix and I'm in the fray to, like, keep my card. But when you don't have it, how hard is it to go hit range? You know? Like, I mean, like, how hard is it when you're just like, ah, I just, I, I just am not where I need to be? Like, do you just put in hours or do you just... Kind of like a 10-cut moment, put on your hat backwards, put your T's in your left pocket kind of thing. I don't know. Yeah, like how, how often, the how life often is, is the answer more balls and how often is the answer less balls? Exactly. That's a great that's a great way to put it. Like, I mean, like it's such a fascinating life because they a lot of these guys, it's funny to talk about Rory and you know DJ and oh, this is what it's gonna take to be a you know an eight-time major winner. Like that's great. We're talking about a handful, literally a handful of human beings. But there's a lot of other people out there in this world that are making a lot of money doing this game, but playing this game at a at the highest level. But th- they don't always have it. And and what happens when they don't have it? What do they do? Uh, play golf and roll them games. Oh yeah, no, yeah roll them games. Yeah. <laughs> who no. who is was it? It wasn't Molnati. Was it Max Homa? Who was the guy who got into a money game? Like posted on Twitter. Was it a Damon? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Was that I the one where somebody, like, did he get a money game with, like, a Twitter guy, or he just... Yeah he, missed, yeah, he missed the cut at, like, Boston or something. He's like, hey, I might regret doing this, but, you know, anyone, you know, in, up for a money game tomorrow, like, and a bunch of people tweeted at him, like, hey, I'll have you out to such and such a club, and I think he actually, actually went and played with some random guys. Sweet. You know, that's actually that's kind safe. of funny, and got me thinking, kind of in the wrong direction, but did you guys watch the match and see how Phil's a plus five, and... Steph was a plus one. And I know Steph took a ton of heat about being a plus one, but once you get to, to that level, I mean, like, I, I didn't see much of it, but I'm assuming Phil dusted him by a lot. I, I somehow missed this fucking thing. I feel so bad. Like, I feel like it's part of my job to watch that. Like, I was awesome. off on that day, so I didn't, didn't catch What day was it? it was uh, day after Thanksgiving. Okay. Yeah, I was just fat then. Um Anyways, yeah, no, I miss it. I was, I'm super bummed because that would have been fun to watch. It's they're kind of meh. I in, like, in my, in, first of honestly, all, get another like, fucking pro like Phil Mickelson's yeah. the only guy you could find. Agreed, agreed. I, I mean, like, uh, and who watched the first two of the matches and go, you know what? What we need here is we need more celebrities playing. Like, no, like we just need a couple more groups. Like, that's fine. Let's have let's get another pro group out there and another like amateur group. You know, like celebrity group like stagger it yeah Yeah. have four four different matches like that's what's awesome about the Ryder Cup you got six matches going on four matches going on at any one time so now you don't watch the match you want like a the pod you want the the, you want 16 guys a couple different matches going on that are fun and yeah not the match but the matches make it make it funny mic them up I don't know but I didn't even watch this one so I can't I heard it was entertaining but yeah 
I mean, they're all kind of entertaining. Uh, hey, Barkley's swing looked pretty good, actually. Or at least, you yeah. know, back to back to where he was. So, so like, I heard that all he did is, like, so he got to tee up from, like, some super far up tee, and he just, like, hit irons off the tees. No, I think I think all the celebrities played the same tee. Oh, okay. So there was... I. And it, the article that my wife read to me said that, uh, yeah, I have my wife read me articles, but uh, it was like from the Barkley tees, like sort of like he had his own tee box. Maybe now, maybe he did. It, just thinking that he'd be such a nightmare would have to be like seventeen from the tee, kind of a thing. But and it was yeah. super desert golf too. But. Yeah, like so, like you miss the fairway, it's gone or what? Yeah, yeah. Ew. Oh, so did you? So you watched it then, Rhino? What was your takeaway? So I, I, I watched like, like trash five swings. I, watch I watched it, so. like five swings, and, and most of them were Barkley swinging. And, oh, yeah. and it's from what I heard, though. Uh, Phil's, you know, in small doses. Phil's good. He's kind of like Matt Wolf. You know, like once you mic these guys up for nine holes or eighteen holes, it's 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 a bit much, right? I mean, it's like, all right, guy, you're probably j- just go hit your ball. Why don't you just go hit your ball? Some people eat it up. Some people absolutely love every minute they can get a fill, mm-hmm. and then they can regurgitate that to their buddies. But a lot of people are like, "Okay, we get it." Yeah, I, I like. I, again, I didn't watch this, so I can totally see how that that would come down. Like, because Phil likes to tell you how smart he is about the oh, game, yeah, and about everything. Yeah, and, and like especially like about golf. Like, I love listening to how he's thinking about a golf shot. Like, because he's going to give you a novel on just. A simple bump and run. You know, like, well, the ball's flat here, so you don't need to move it up in your stance. I'm going to put my hand on the on the iron to just get a little bit more feel. And then I'm going to, you know, he's he'll have a thousand different things to say about just the most straightforward shot. Yeah. Which maybe on a one-off is super interesting, but then over and over again might, might be a little bit old. He's a pretty good trash talker, though, isn't he? Yeah. I mean, he's a savant. There's no doubt about. Yeah. So... But yeah, I just don't understand why like there wasn't another pro golfer out there. You could find one. I would, I would wait, imagine. Yeah, right. It's exactly. not going like, to be who, Tiger, but you could find somebody else. Like, so if you could set up the match, the match, who, who would your the match? I'm not even going to go through my 43K. Let's just finish on this, okay? You could set up your the match, one player versus one player. Who would it be? And this is how we're going to end it. All right. Well, I, th- I think more importantly, it's... It's special to pick the venue. Oh, where are okay. We, where are we going? So I saw, as many have, the, uh, I think Digest did it. So Golf Digest, the, the flyover of Cypress. Awesome, right? So would love to see Cypress shot in 2020. Need some drone footage. Need all, It needs to be HD. I need to see all, everything that we see in like a, any other sporting event with a, with a two-man. So we're talking, it's a two-man professional match, are we saying, or what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tour players. Ooh. Then I would just go like uh, I'm gonna go top Euro, top uh, top US. So I'm going uh, Rom DJ at Cyprus, shot in like some really high quality like 2025 shit because I think that'd be fun. I don't think American. I don't think the world knows enough about Cyprus and those guys. I hope go toe to toe in the Ryder Cup for the next three or four. And I feel good about saying that. Paul, oh, I'd watch that. I might take a different approach just because, like, I feel like the head-to-head professional, like, at some point, those guys kind of have a match against each other. I mean, the Tiger Phone was kind of cool, but, I mean, they had a few battles, so it's like we'd seen it before. So maybe I'd go, maybe I'm just thinking of, like, this father-son thing in a couple weeks, but, I mean, I feel like it'd be compelling. I don't know how you'd make it fair, but, like, if you had Tiger and Charlie against, like, Jack and Gary, or Jack and one of his other kids, like, you know... (laughs) Yeah, like the best of all time with their kids. That is pretty good. I don't know. I mean, I also like that. What What's your venue? Oh, I'm trying to think of a course that. I mean, you took Cyprus, so I mean, why not those guys at Augusta? You've got you know, sure. the two greatest Masters champions, probably. So, I, I I thought when Jack's grandson got the hole in one, yeah, in the par three, that was that was pretty cool. Moose, um, I'm gonna go another different direction here, so. First of all, kind of along your your thought, Rhino, mine's going to go down at Pine Valley, which also I'd love great to see. drone footage. Yeah, like the bunker unit. Like I've been playing that on uh, the golf club, and that place is so cool. There's so many, so much bunkering, and so like I'd love to see that on TV. So 
But then, like, just to throw the wrinkle in it, I think I'd like to see uh, Patrick Reed and Bryson. Okay. Would you turn it, tune in for that, or would you just be like, of course I don't I would, want yeah. to be part of this? Like, that that would be... So, like, an, initially I was thinking it was Reed and Rory again, just because I had so much fun at the Ryder Cup at Hazeltine watching that, like... Or whoever would get Reed's, like, I think Reed's super exciting when he gets, like, that, like, Captain America, like, chip on his shoulder. You know what I'm saying? Like, in match play, when Reed's got it going, like, that's fun to watch. That's, like, Tiger winning majors fun. Yeah. Um. So that that's why I was throwing that there. And then I was like, okay, everybody hates Reed. Who would be the other side of that? But so let's let's go back through this real quick. So, Rhino, who wins your match? I... I I'm going to go Rom. No, 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 no. JT's winning your match. I, I picked DJ. I, I thought you said JT no, and I Rom. Said, no, I said DJ and Rom. Sorry, wrong initials. Oh, DJ and Rom. Okay. I still think DJ. What, what do you think comes out on that one? I, I don't know enough about Cyprus. I don't I don't either. That was that was my I, I don't my know. Thing I don't know. I need to see. That's why it needs to be ones. on TV. That's why it needs to be on TV. I mean, it, it's hard because it looks awesome, but... It also looks like Pebble Beach. Although Paul's played Pebble Beach, it sounds like I've, you know Pebble I've Beach is kind of like oh, so, oh, good for you. But it sounds like <laughs> so that. A lot of that stuff kind of like winds back, not necessarily behind like a hotel per se, but you're kind of just going blah. It looks like all Cyprus. You have very interesting holes that might not be on the shoreline. So I'm still yeah. trying to kind of like learn this, but it looks it looks fantastic and phenomenal and. I'm, again, I'll, I'll go DJ. I, I, you can't not ride that horse. No, I, I feel you there. Do, does Tiger? Does Tiger and his kid beat Nicholas? Yes. Yeah. Like I said, you'd have to like do some sort of handicapping or I, something yeah. like like Gary or I mean Tiger's gonna would, would carry Charlie, that team, but yeah, Jack can. I don't know how far he. Jack, Jack can play the Barkley tees. But there's a lot of like the old Jack Nicholas fans are like, I would love to see Jack go play, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I'll probably oh, be like, yeah. Oh, for sure. For like a old. selling TV stuff. Yeah. yeah. I feel, I mean, like, how old is Jack? Almost 80? I think he's 80 ish. You still see him doing plenty of like publicity stuff. And then obviously, you know, the Masters. Yeah. Like, he, he can still move it a little bit. It's got to be hard not to, you know, shoot 65 on a whim, but, right. you know. When it was 72 yesterday and it's 70 today, I'm sure he gets some satisfaction out of that. And I'm sure that's coming from, you know, the senior tees. But. So then, uh, so what was the last one? That was mine. That th- was, that'd be uh, yours. You wanted to oh, go yeah, Patrick Reed, Reed and Bryson at, uh, at, Pine Valley. at Pine Valley. Yeah. You should do it. You should, if you're doing those two, it should be a course like that everybody hates too. No, it should be like, no. It should oh, be like, oh, yes, 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 yes. Sorry. Sorry. Patrick Chambers Reed. Bay. Yeah, Chambers Bay. That's 100% where I was going. <laughs> you like Chambers Bay, though. I do. It is fun course, but yes. At the stupid, <laughs> okay, at the so stupid. We're changing it to Patrick Reed and Bryson at Chambers Bay. Brought What's to you up? by Fox. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, with Joe Buck and Greg Norman on the commentary. Holly Saunders doing interviews about Bryson Schultz. <laughs> with guest anchor Matt Lauer. <laughs> oh. And that concludes the most recent installment of Nice Shot Pods. On behalf of Tractor, the Rhino, Paul, and myself, thanks for listening. We'll see you next week.